There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I am Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Estes, joined by Adam Sparks. And uh, Adam... Quite the day there in Houston. The uh, the Titans win a wild one, forty one thirty eight over the Texans to win the AFC South. What uh, what was your thoughts? Well, I mean, uh, it, it looks like every or so many games that the Titans have played all year. You know, I mean, on one hand, two hundred and fifty rushing by Derrick Henry, two hundred plus by uh, around Tannehill. You know, in the pregame, I was looking through all the different records that. Uh, the Titans could break or, or challenge, and they hit most of those. Rushing, receiving, passing, all those things on offense, and you see all those big marks. And uh, and then at the end of it, the defense allows the Texans to score on eight straight possessions. I mean, I think everything we have to talk about now has to look forward. And looking forward, I see a team that can put 40 on any team in the NFL maybe, but I also see a team that – will give up a score on any given possession. And historically, you don't like to be that team going into the playoffs. They can score a lot but not defend anybody. It's it's a little different NFL now than it was 10 years ago, let's say. Uh, but I think you still have to be concerned with how vulnerable that defense is. Yeah, you know, this was, like I say, it was, it was a lot like a lot of the games this season in that no lead's ever safe. But at the same time, the the Titans' offense is remarkably clutch. They have been all season. When the games have been on the line late, they usually make plays to do it, and they did again. I mean, it was just just amazing uh, to see in there in the final seconds the long pass to AJ Brown, and then you bring in a fill in kicker who doinks it off the upright. I mean, just just an absolutely crazy uh, finish to the regular season. Kind of fitting for how crazy this season has been for the Titans. But, uh, you know, they get their first AFC South championship uh, since 2008. Uh, to me, I think that that's going to be enough to overshadow how crazy this was. Um, the fact that they, that's a big accomplishment. First time in 12 years. The question now, I mean, obviously, is are they going to be able to make good on it? And I think you, you bring up a, the, the, the point that, that's going to, to be the discussion when it comes to the Titans from this point on, which is, yeah, okay, their offense is, is scary enough uh, for any team, but they're going to have to outscore people. I mean, that's pretty obvious at this point. It's, it's the, they're going to have to win shootouts to keep moving on. Yeah, and, and, and I don't want to sound nitpicky there, just saying, you know, the defense is struggling, so that makes the, them vulnerable in the playoffs. Uh, because I guess I, let me counter myself here. If we're if we're the opponent and we're trying to prepare this this week, it'll be the Ravens. If if the Titans move on, it'll be somebody else. But if you're the opponent and you're looking at the Titans, I don't think you're nitpicking that much, saying, "Well, their defense is bad." I think you're more looking at it and saying, "Wow, we've got to contain a two thousand yard rusher, and we've got to stop one of the top passers, one of the top clutch passers in the NFL the last two years." A.J. Brown is a big physical receiver. Corey Davis isn't a bad number two this year. He finished just under 1,000 yards. Uh, John Smith can do a lot of things on his own. And so, yeah, it's not that it's it's not that the Titans are have a good offense and a bad defense. They have a phenomenal offense and a struggling defense. So there's certainly a formula there to go deep into the playoffs. I, I just think when – when you have a setup like that where you keep on asking your offense to make clutch plays, 
um, you, you know, you're, you're in danger of at one point them not making them. They've made, most, for the most part, uh, enough this year. They won 11 games, so but it only takes one loss in the playoffs for that to go awry. Give them every bit of the credit for being how clutch they have offensively, but, um, you know, the defense has to be better. The offense doesn't have to be better. I don't think the offense can take a step back and make a deep run in the playoffs. The defense has to take at least one full step better than they have been to go deep, though. Yeah, and and you talk about this whole season, as good as the Titans have been, and and look, you're as good as your record says you are. You're 11-5. and You can't can't argue with that. We haven't been able to argue with that all season, despite the eye test occasionally not looking very good. And, And I think, you know, good as they've been, there's always been that downside when we've talked about the Titans. They, you, you can't savor this this dynamic offense because of the shoddy defense. Can't feel comfortable with the lead. Had they lost today, you couldn't enjoy Derrick Henry getting to 2,000 yards because he fumbles late and as the game's getting away from him and the way it happens, and you wouldn't have been able to feel good about clinching a playoff berth, which they, which they did before the game even started, because this would have been the worst loss of the season, in my opinion, given everything that went with it. Um, you, know, you talk about the defense. The Texans scored on their final eight possessions of this game. That goes back to the first quarter. That's amazing that the Titans are still able to win given that. That's four field goals in, in addition to four touchdowns. And that's just – it is it is so hard to win games that way. It demands perfection out of your offense. And in a lot of ways, you know, they were able to produce it. That was a 19-play touchdown drive they had in the fourth quarter to get the lead back. They took eight minutes off the clock. They scored, you know, with just enough time for Desha- where to where you knew Deshaun Watson was going to be able to do something. And it's it it is again, it's been that way all season. You can't ever feel comfortable. You can't ever feel like this team is is. Uh, I hate the word elite, but that's what. It's kind of been thrown around this whole time. It's like, okay, you reached the AFC Championship game last year. You go into this season thinking the Titans are going to be elite. They they go eight and five, but but I swear, you, 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 it's just hard to look at this team and see an elite team because they're not complete. They're clearly flawed, and the defense has been a problem all year. Yeah, they're they're imbalanced. That's for sure. Offense versus defense. Um, I I will say that there's you know we're saying they're going to have to win shootouts there's every reason to believe that they can do that based on what they have offensively, you know? Okay. So Derrick Henry hits 2000 yards this year. Think about the other 2000 yard rushers. Uh, I think he's what the ninth or no, he's the eighth so far. You and I gentry are about the same age. So we remember a lot of these guys, Eric Dickerson. That was a, I mean, that was a one trick pony that offense The the Rams couldn't throw it much when he was, uh, even when he went to the Colts, they couldn't throw it much. Think of Barry Sanders. That was handed to Barry and Prey. Um, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson, to some extent, didn't have that much help. If you go back before our time, O.J. Simpson, same thing. 2,000-yard um, rushers have not been usually on offenses where you have a guy that can throw it like, like the Titans have. And so, you know, if you even look in this game – Derrick Henry goes for 2,000, but when they needed the biggest play of the game, they threw it deep to A.J. Brown. When they needed what we thought maybe was going to be the game-winning touchdown earlier, it was a, it was a fake to, to Derrick Henry, and Ryan Tannehill ran it. He's got, what, six, seven rushing touchdowns on the year. So there are definitely options. I, I think it's, it's one thing for us to say, 
uh, well, they're going to have to win shootouts. And, you know, if they, their offense gets gets bogged down, they're not going to win. But their offense is more than one thing. So I think there is at least some reason for optimism that they could do that. I think the difference right now that we're looking at is can they win games in the playoffs? Absolutely. Can they best what they did last year and get to and beyond the FC title game? That's That usually takes a more complete team, and right now they don't have it. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. If they were to make a run similar to last season, it wouldn't be similar to last season because uh, if you look back, they don't win that game in New England without their defense. I mean, Derrick Henry had a good game, but there weren't a lot of points scored in that game, and Tom Brady was pretty much shut shut out in the second half. That's what won that game. Uh, against the Ravens, they won that game, I think it was 28-12, to 12, and, and Lamar Jackson had a bunch of yards, but they didn't score the points the way they'd been all season. Those games, the defense was 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 central to what they're doing. They're just not going to be able to rely on it this time. And and I think it's it, it's a mix of injuries and just the fact that you know they're they're just not very good. Was and, there not a tease there early on? I think in this game where Amani Hooker gets a pick, is a bad thrown ball, but he gets a pick. They have uh, Titans had three sacks in the first half. Got another big sack in the fourth quarter. Suddenly, they had a little bit of a pass rush. It was in unorthodox ways by guys that you wouldn't really bet on. But they got a turnover. They got a pass rush for a little while. It seemed like they were teasing us a little bit that, hey, we've got something different. I asked Kevin Byard after the game. I said, you know, players always talk about getting a fresh start in the playoffs and anything. You know, all the sins you committed in the regular season, they're forgiven in the playoffs. And I said, what what makes you think you can – kind of turn it on here defensively in the playoffs. And he said, well, this is 2021. It's a new defense. This is the new defense this year. And I thought, well, the 2021 defense that I saw today that gave up 38 looked a whole lot like the 2020 defense. So I'm not, I'm not sure I'm buying into that. They had a probably a good quarter, quarter and a half of defense, but then it fell apart. And you have to think that the Ravens or anybody else, they end up playing – uh, and the playoffs is go look at this and say, we can score on that defense. And there are a whole lot of holes on that defense. And that's, that, that's why I would be concerned. Yeah. And, and whoever plays the Titans, they're going to know they're, they're never out of the game, even if they get a lead. And I think last year's team was, was very good at, if they got a lead, they used Henry, they worked the clock. They were kind of able to kill off the game that way. That's what they did in the playoffs. They're not going to be able to do that again. Um, you know, the, the, the Texans in this game did a lot like what the Texans did the first time these teams played. The Titans looked to have the game in hand at Nissan earlier in the season. And here come the Texans. Deshaun Watson's making plays. J.J. Watt, you know, their stars showed up. And, and, and let's be, Deshaun Watson is, is a very, very good quarterback. Clearly, he had an, really an amazing season given the, the limitations of, of, of being on a four-win team. But he didn't have a lot of help around him. And you look at Brandon Cooks had 11 catches for 166 yards today. Kiki QT went six catches for 90 yards. I mean, you know, th- these are good players, Adam, but they're, you know, this isn't, it was one thing when Devontae Adams did it last week. It's another thing when you got the Texans sitting there at, at four and 11, you know, and, and again, this was their season. They didn't want the Titans to come in and under their, all their AFC South banners and get their own. They didn't want that, surely. And they played like it give the Texans a lot of credit for that. But it just seems week after week after week that there are, you know, alarming issues with the Titans defense. They really haven't been solved over the course of the season. And, and I agree with you that when you see teams that do well in the playoffs, that ain't it. 
It's just not. You got to be I, better there. I do like that Vrabel recognizes what kind of team he has, uh, because I, a lot of times I think you see coaches that will fight against that and say, "No, we're going to turn it on defensively. We're going to we can win in the way that we want to win." I, I think more he's going in in the direction of we're going to win how we we know we can win. And uh, the example I have is the the late pass that set up the the game winning field goal. Um, Ryan Tannehill said he was at the sideline, 18 seconds left, and he said, what are we going to do? And Mike Vrabel said, we're going. In other words, we're going to throw it deep. And I think if coach, if a coach was fighting against what he knew his team was, he would say, we're going to sit on this, we're going to run the clock out, we're going to be conservative, we're going to go into overtime. Instead, he he's not going to admit it on the record, nor should he, I think, but um, he knows he's a really explosive offensive team and, he's, and, he's, and he has a bad defensive team. And so at least he's leaning into the idea of I know how we want to win, whether I like it or not. And I think there's something to say for a coach that knows what he has and just uses, uses that. I'm curious to know uh, next week, you know, I asked him about Guskowski after the game because he was out uh, because of COVID. Uh, we don't know if he's going to be back. Uh, I asked Vrabel and he said, you know, we'll find out Tuesday, that sort of thing. You know, there's every reason to believe that he could maybe miss the playoff opener. Um, you know, Kern was, was on the COVID list, but then came back. So that's, that's contact tracing, um, and tested out of it. Um, so that would tell you that probably Guskowski, uh, would have a COVID infection. We don't know that, but that seems to be what the indication would be. And if you run that timeline out, then that could put him in jeopardy to play the first round playoff game. If that's the case, then Sam Sloman is your kicker. And on one hand, I say, well, hey, he made a 47-yarder and a game-winning 37-yarder today, so that's great. But I saw him in warm-ups, did not look great. He's had three kicks blocked this year when he was with the Rams. He doinked the game-winner off of the upright. It's a great story. I don't think that's you – know, that, that's an okay option. I don't think that's somebody that you pin your hopes on, though. And that was a better environment today in Houston for a kicker than it's going to be at Nissan. You, you don't know. I mean, it could be windy. It could be raining. It could be anything. So, I I, um, I mean, it's fair concern that, that kick, kicking's been a concern for them all season. Really, special teams was has been too, but it's been kind of an issue. They've improved on it. I think, you know, obviously Brett Kern is, is, is a real weapon there when they have to punt, uh, which, which I guess hasn't happened much. Well, um, so anyway, yeah, Adam, I thought you – you you flubbed a little before the game because you alerted everyone to the fact that as the usual Vanderbilt beat writer, you haven't covered a team that that won a game since I don't know when. So had they lost this, I'm not sure. Uh, I think there would have been an outcry for you going to the uh, playoff game there, pal. Yeah, I had not covered <laughs> a team that won a football game since November 23rd, 2019, because <laughs> Vandy was winless. Uh, this year, uh, so you can go back all the way to the Vandy ETSU game of 2019. But that is over. I put it on the line. I said I'm going to cover a winner today, or else take the blame. And it uh, it worked out because me and Sam Sloman basically we took care of this. That's yeah, right. People, That's people right. Parts, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah. I um, as somebody who drove about 12 hours in the snow to get to Green Bay, I uh, certainly appreciated you being on hand in Houston today. I hope you enjoyed it. At, at home next week, though, so much better. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already, and remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. 
For Adam Sparks, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.